0: Welcome to the Shelf Wormers Podcast, the show about toys, why we like them, our connections to the figures, and their relevance to bigger topics.
1: I'm your co-host Sugu, and tonight we're going to talk about the madness of DC.
0: And I'm your co-host Darby, and we're going to wonder whether or not DC can smell what the rock is cooking. (laughs) So (laughs) stupid. We begin, by way of introduction, I'm Darby Harn, a freelance writer and editor and an independent author. Publishers Weekly called my novel Ever the Hero an entertaining debut, which uses superpowers as a metaphor to delve into class politics and an alternate America. You can find more information about me and my books at DarbyHarn.com. I'm also on Twitter at Darby And
1: I'm Sugu, your co-host. I work in IT and education, and I'm also passionate about writing and story. You can find some of my travel writings on allaboutjapan.com, where I've written various articles about my life and perspectives in Japan. Tonight we're going to talk about the recent upheaval, chaos, going on at D.C. Uh, Darby, why don't you fill fill in the audience? What is going on at
0: D.C.? What is going on? So this is a rapidly changing story. So you're always sort of refreshing deadline. But the last couple weeks have been um, pretty interesting. If you're a DC fan or a DC EU fan, or just sort of a cinephile in general, probably not have been not been a great couple weeks. If you're The Rock, we'll talk about that. Um, where to start? Um, so we'll back up maybe six or eight weeks. So there's been a lot of turmoil at Warner Brothers. Is there ever been stability at Warner Brothers? Um, you have, so Discovery and Warner Brothers merged. And then one of their priorities, necessary priorities, was to get the DCEU into coherent shape. And they wanted a Kevin Feige type to do that. And that ultimately led them to hire James Gunn, director of the Guardians of the Galaxy movies and the Suicide Squad for DC, along with producer uh, Peter Safran, to co-head DC Studios. And James Gunn's stated purpose was to integrate DC and get it into, I, I think, what we can all expect to be something like the MCU, which the DCU EU has not been. It's been incoherent since its inception with Man of Steel back in so 2013. Um, and most people colloquially called it the Snyderverse, and I think we're going to call it that forever now, because uh, James Gunn nuked the Snyderverse from orbit, uh, this past week through a series of announcements and reports, which have sort of evolved in the last few days. Maybe the biggest one we'll start with is that um, after <laughs> announcing his return to the role and then appearing in the post credit scene of Black Adam, Henry Cavill is not coming back as Superman. He's done. He was informed. Um, spoilers for Black
1: by... Adam. Haven't seen that yet, but yeah. all right.
0: Okay. Yeah. Spoilers uh henry cavill spoiled this himself when he announced uh on social media back in october that he was back he was appearing in black adam and that he was back and then there was going to be a man of steel two. and he was very excited about the future he has now been dismissed uh by james Gunn and peter saffron they had a meeting this week in which he was informed personally patty jenkins has walked been fired uh up to you how you want to there's uh two sides to this story uh from wonder woman 3 wonder woman 3 evidently is not going forward uh gal gadot uh her status is in question i think we can infer from henry cavill that she will not be returning as wonder woman and that also her cameo which she had filmed for the flash next year along with henry cavill has been uh deleted from the movie We'll see if that movie ever comes out. Um, there's, I've already, I'm forgetting already. There's like, there's like other stuff that's going on. Um, Batgirl. Uh, Batgirl was canceled. That was pre-James Gunn. Um, there was a um, as Michael Keaton was meant to be a big part of the DCEU going forward. That included appearances in The Flash batgirl and he was going to headline a new batman movie all of that's toast i think he still appears in the flash we'll see if the flash comes out uh we can also infer that um as ezra miller the flash is done um aquaman the last and the lost kingdom is due to come out next year um We can infer that Jason Momoa is done. Jason Momoa appears to have moved on. He appears to be interested in playing a new role in the DC, which James Gunn is receptive to, which is Lobo. Um, The Snyderverse appears to be done. I think there's a lot there. And then also, not openly stated, but there is a a, a, a war going on in the press between um, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, and Warners right now over the performance or non-performance of black adam um warner brothers has been leaking a lot of ugly shit in the last uh, week plus including just the other day that they basically laid henry cavill at the feet of the rock saying that quote henry cavill was used as a pawn unquote by dwayne johnson in a bid to make himself a big part of the DCEU um I don't think we can expect to see Black Adam again in the DCEU they also leaked that uh, Dwayne Johnson turned down an opportunity to cameo in Shazam 2 which is another movie supposedly coming out next year um and also that uh, Dwayne Johnson The Rock felt it necessary to go on Twitter a week or two ago and and explain the finances of black adam and how that it would profit and that was a quote unquote fact um it was which was curious to me for a couple of reasons but i think um i don't think we'll be seeing him in the james gunn uh administration um there's something else i'm i'm, I'm forgetting but um there's been a lot that's been going on and basically what it all adds up to is the creative demolition of the Snyderverse and everything attached to it uh wiping the slate clean which leaves some question marks for next year because warner's has a few dc movies uh three maybe scheduled for next year um that are um, gonna have to come out, I think for financial purposes, because these these movies are riding on their uh, balance sheets, that are then gonna be either thrown under the rug, sort of used to, I don't know what, The Flashpoint, Flash was once Flashpoint, was talked about in this idea that they were gonna be a soft reboot of the DC universe at one point, to kind of, Explore the multiverse, which is how Michael Keaton comes into it and it was going to be used to basically sort of Get rid of the stuff. We don't like bring in the stuff. We do That I think ever all of that. I think they're just we're just done. I think they've hit the they've hit the uh, Self-destruct button they're destroying it and they're going to rebuild it and I think that comes with a lot of damage Henry Cavill Gal Gadot Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn I don't know a lot going on
1: what a wild ride dc has been having um i think there is one piece of information that is relevant that you haven't uh mentioned which is that recently i can't keep track of corporate mergers anymore but the parent company uh got a new ceo and at the same time The parent company also owns CNN and CNN has recently come out and said we're going to (laughs) I I can't remember how they spun it but basically we're going to get rid of our left leaning and we're going to try and show more objective fact which is code for we want to be more right leaning now to me that that is a very strong signal that CNN, uh, which was never really left in the first place, they're going to lean hard right. And apparently, the three leftmost reporters on CNN have left. Uh, and they've been replaced with increasingly right leaning um, political zealots, shall we say. So. All of that's happening, and I—it th- seems to me that the what's happening at the DC DC universe is connected to all of this. That the parent company is uh, maybe got purchased by some very right-friendly people.
0: Well, I I think the. There's been some reporting about David uh, Zaslov, who is the CEO of Warner Discovery, and the fact that his um, management team um, is very non-diverse. His mm-hmm. early, That's right. his early, um, his early um, actions at Warner's um, have been. Uh, cringeworthy The most high profile has been Batgirl, which was uh, to feature uh, Leslie Grace, uh, who is a Hispanic actress, made by and I always forget their names, but by the guys who uh, directed Miss Marvel for the MCU, um, and that was ugly. And that was a big black yeah. guy. And that was a un- that was an unforced error. Uh, I feel like, and then his moves at CNN, all of this is put under the umbrella of cost cutting, but there has been a lot of, which is still going on at both Warner's and CNN, this cost cutting, which is taken out at CNN. Some very, uh, prominent people, Brian, uh, uh, Stelter, Stelter, Stelter I apologize, uh, is the most visible of these uh in a bid to make cnn more uh impartial is the is the word and and i people shouldn't confuse cnn for fox it's not but nevertheless uh, those are always concerning when you have voices like that and perspectives like that which are fired for no reason Uh, reliable sources was the highest rated show original program on cnn's roster and it was the first target, okay, of Seltzer in the cost cutting.
1: I don't think any of this is coincidental.
0: <laughs> right, I don't either. Um, so, enter on the DC side, enter James Gunn. I don't, I don't think um, there's any evidence whatsoever to suggest that James Gunn's thinking aligns with the thinking that we've just talked about. In terms of, I expect his DCEU, James Gunn and Peter Saffron's to be diverse. I expect it to be represented very well behind and in front of the camera by different people um, from a variety of different backgrounds and walks of life. I expect him to um, bring diverse heroes, characters, villains from the DC comics into um, into the movies and television. And I, I expect him to take some interest or have interesting takes on some of those characters that people might, that might surprise people. Didn't um,
1: he come under fire though, for some tweets that were sent several years ago that uh, people found problematic?
0: Well, let's back up a little bit. Then I, the, the reason that this is all happening is because Disney fired him back in, what was it? 18 or 19 um, from Guardians of the Galaxy 3, which is coming out next May, um, for tweets that he made at, in, the, in, the, in the, the early history of Twitter that he had already acknowledged and were public and he had apologized for, and apologizing for them was conditioned for his making Guardians of the Galaxy number one. It was old news. Well, what What happened? And I forget the timing, but Roseanne Barr got drunk one night and went on Twitter and decided to be a racist. I don't think she decided to be a racist in that moment, though, just to be clear. But she was a racist on Twitter. Disney fired her from Roseanne, which had just come back on the air uh, in a new iteration. This upset the right wing folks because they're easily upset. And they went headhunting for uh, left-leaning folks, of which James Gunn is one. And they found these tweets, and which were old news and had already been litigated, in the sense that he had apologized for them. And they demanded justice. And Disney, in a moment, I think, of uh, weakness, uh, caved to this pressure from... From folks uh, regarding James Gunn, and they fired him, and that uh, was later rectified by Disney rehiring him because Kevin Feige uh, simply told him there wasn't going to be a Guardians of the Galaxy three, um, and also it was bullshit, and the, the 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 all that died down enough. But James Gunn w- was free. DC very smartly scooped him up. He goes over and he makes Suicide Squad, which was not a commercial success because it came out during COVID, but it it opened DC Warner Brothers' eyes to the fact that James Gunn is maybe the person we're looking for. We need a uh, person.
1: Sorry, just real yeah. quickly,
0: which Suicide Squad? Yeah, yeah. It was, it's uh, the Suicide Squad from, was it, did it come out last year, 21? I think so.
1: Uh, was it the one with Starro, the starfish?
0: Yes, yes. Okay, gotcha. So I think it opened their eyes. So Disney rehires James Gunn to come back to Guardians to finish off the Guardians trilogy. Everything that I've heard relative to James Gunn's future in the MCU was going to be major. I think Kevin Feige... This is just speculation on my part. I think Kevin Feige imagined james gunn as sort of a future lieutenant because as as and i think james gunn has sort of provided some insight into this because james gunn was one of the first people who is aware of the what was going to become disney plus and the first thing that anyone ever pitched for disney plus was the guardians of the galaxy holiday special which just appeared that was meant to appear that was meant to be the first thing to show up on Disney plus in 2019 that ended up being the Mandalorian Um, I think Kevin Feige viewed James Gunn as someone that he could lean on creatively as the MCU expanded and that he was going to keep in the fold and that James Gunn sort of filled that role that Joss Whedon had in the early MCU where he was basically a creative chaperone who was sort of looking out looking at everything and trying just making sure you know a deputy, basically. So Disney firing James Gunn over the tweets, just to get back to where we were, led to DC hiring him. he it, 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 Well, it led to him doing the Suicide Squad. He got into the fold. He did the Peacemaker show on HBO Max. They seem to have a really strong relationship, James Gunn and the guys at Warner's. And when they were looking for a Kevin Feige type, they realized that they had one in James Gunn. And James Gunn, I think, realized he had the ambition and the desire to do this for the DC side. And that's led us to this moment now, which is we're going to wipe the slate clean and we're going to start over. And we're going to do something proper, sort of MCU, sort of, you know, coherent, organized, you know. But that comes with a lot of pain. It comes with a lot of, uh, a lot of people getting let go.
1: Do you think they can pull it off?
0: I think as a comic book nerd i think the idea that dc has not been able to 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 match the mcu's success is astonishing because you have within dc some of the greatest characters ever and you have some of the greatest stories ever there's no reason on earth that they should be in the position they're in they're in the position they're in through creative mismanagement on a scale unprecedented in cinema history (laughs) do i think james gunn can pull it off he's very talented he's very um, astute Um, he seems to be have the right instincts for what they're trying to do do I think his sensibility matches what DC needs I don't know he's very glib he's very irreverent he's very comedic I think those are things that the DC could use in some ways Right? they could stand to be funnier and and a little bit more irreverent a little bit more modern well
1: but the problem is that's why his tweets got him in problem in trouble in the first place is because i
0: i wouldn't i i wouldn't connect his tweets to any of the movies he's made for for mcu just personally those tweets were stupid and disgusting and childish and immature which he's acknowledged and but he's connected it
1: he's connected himself he went and said that like I think this was his initial uh, response or his initial statement was that um, that's just his type of humor. That's who he is. Like he is always irreverent about everything.
0: Well, I think and what he said was he is is that. Tweets. I, yeah, I I'm not here to put a cape on for his tweets. His I think what he said was is that he that's that was his humor at the time. He was trying to like a lot of comedians like i guess he was a stand-up comedian i don't know he was trying to make a name for himself on twitter by doing this edgy sort of bill burr sort of edgy shit which i i I think is really childish and um and in some cases pretty disgusting i don't think you can you know there, there none of that is in evidence in his guardians movies which are irreverent but they're not they don't reflect that that sort of stuff that that is in the worst of those tweets, I think. And that's true. in his, his, did he do both guardians
1: of the galaxies?
0: Yep. Yep. He, he did guardian. He's going to do all three guardians movies. He did the holiday special. He's been an informal advisor on the uh, last two Avengers movies and he was in Thor love and thunder and basically the phase four and up until the point in which he got fired. Um, the yeah i i think you know i i think he clearly learned from his you know his mistakes in the past and you know i i have a i have a a huge problem with some of the comedians who confuse humor with degradation um and his those early tweets were kind of of that mode and he clearly before he had got to Guardians had clearly evolved out of that sort of sensibility. And so he, you know, he, like I said, he had apologized for all of that before going into Guardians one. And so, um, but
1: I mean, I'm not here to relitigate what he did or yeah, uh, I, whatnot, I, but I, my point yeah, is he, I don't, he himself said that that's just his style of humor that he's irrever- irreverent, Like, that was his initial statement. That was where I kind of plugged in, saw his initial statement about it, and then I'm like, all right, well, uh, I'm done. So, like, I I don't really know anything else that he said about it, but I know that he himself first tried to justify his
0: tweets. I, I don't. Yeah, unless we want to bring the statement up, I don't I don't think he was justifying anything. He apologized for it and I, I, you know, he said it was misguided. Okay. Um his his uh his sense of brand of humor is irreverent and you see that in all of his movies and that, that's different from what we're talking about in the tweets. Yeah. Again, I I don't I don't know if he's the right person to do all this. He's writing the new Superman movie. Um I don't know if he's the right person to write Superman. I know that that Superman, I, I think, from what he said, I, I think he 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 seems to understand that Superman needs to be that the 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 grim dark Superman that we've had for ten years now is not one that works, and that we need to move on from. That's not a reflection on Henry Cavill, by the way. And the, one of the worst parts of this, this thing is that Henry Cavill is a very good actor and he's a very good Superman. He could have been a great one. And he wasn't able to do that because he was created and the character were creatively mismanaged in the movies that he appeared in. Because Zack Snyder, as we've talked about on the pod, we did a whole episode about the Snyder Cut, Justice League Snyder Cut, um, fundamentally misunderstood the character. And Henry Cavill has been open about the fact that he was very much looking forward to having an opportunity to play Superman in a traditional uh, up, up and away mode. And he's not going to get that chance because of everything that's happened. And that sucks. Um, And that'll be a different actor. Um, And James Gunn talked about Henry Cavill maybe potentially appearing in a different role in the DCEU. That's possible. I think if I'm Henry Cavill, I just want to move on and do my own thing, and maybe see what they're doing over at Disney, because uh, they, you know, he might and he also might be James Bond. So, you know, I I don't think you know. Uh what I he's heard is be that apparently <laughs>
1: he's doing something with Warhammer for forty k.
0: He's doing Warhammer for Amazon. Uh, he is. Uh, he's one of the people in the mix for James Bond. Um. He is always, always top of list for people being speculated on in the MCU. I think the MCU would be good to, you know, they'd be, they should scoop As him up who? if he's free. So As who? He could play a lot. Of, a lot of people talk about Captain Britain. Um, he could play a lot of different characters, you know. Um, so, I, and I, I, I don't think that people should sort of limit him to being a hero um you know he could play villains too um i i think there i think there's some interesting possibilities in the future especially as we move into the x-men so you know i i i i think that's interesting and the same goes by the way for gal gadot who apparently is free so at that that to me more than Henry Cavill, who, like I said, I, I like Henry Cavill a lot. Gal Gadot is uh, is uh, an icon. Wonder Woman's an icon. Um, I I think to, to cut her. I, I understand you want to reboot your universe. I understand you want to start over. Uh, I I that one, that's gonna that's gonna upset some people. So but if, if she's she free, about then
1: Patty Jenkins and her leaving because I think yeah Pat- Patty Jenkins leaving caused Gal Gadot to withdraw as well like I think it was um, that there's a sequence couple,
0: there's a couple different sides to the story one is is that uh, Patty Jenkins uh, that they asked Patty Patty Jenkins submitted her draft for Wonder Woman 3 DC asked her to revise it and she wouldn't so she walked Patty Jenkins says that she had she was told to her face that there was no future for her and Wonder Woman 3 in the new DCEU. Gal Gadot has not really publicly talked about this except for a, a statement on her Instagram in which she basically thanked, you know, she lo- she's loved being Wonder Woman and she thanked people for their support. Um, I think the fact that we're moving on from Henry, that we're moving on from other people suggests we're probably moving on from her. Again, I think that, you know, I'm not going to lay the mistakes of Zack Snyder and that previous Warner's administrations at the feet of James Gunn. I do think it's creative malfeasance to jettison Gal Gadot. And just the same as it is for Patty Jenkins. I, I think you can probably find a way to make her work within the context of the new DCEU, Gal Gadot. um I don't know. You know, that to me is just mystifying.
1: So I'm curious about this. Uh, you have no future at uh, Warner Brothers, or Wonder yeah. Woman has no future there.
0: I'm curious like, too. I, I yo, you know,
1: I'm I'm inclined yeah. to believe Patty Jenkins's version more than the corporate version.
0: Yeah, I think Patty Patty Jenkins didn't provide a lot of detail. Um, she was meant to do Rogue Squadron at for Star Wars. At Disney, Mm -hmm. that that ran long. Warner Wonder Woman three had a production date, so she left to go back and do Wonder Woman three. The she turned in her draft. This apparently ran into the you know now James Gunn and Peter Safran are running the show, and they have different ideas. They they want to. Um the corporate line is that they gave patty jenkins an opportunity to re to retool she says no she says that there was she was there's no path forward at all so she she you know that was it she was done and you know so the two different sides of the story there james gunn has been very vocal in the last few days about henry cavill he hasn't said a word about gal gadot or Patty Jenkins, that to me tells me there's a lot of sensitivity there. There's certainly a lot of money at stake there. Um, Patty Jenkins and Gal Gadot are, are pay or play. So you're going to pay them no matter if you make that movie or not. So you know, I what don't know. What do you mean?
1: Know. You got to pay them even if you don't make the movie?
0: Yeah. So they they're when you get up to their level this came out during the wonder woman 84 because wonder woman 84 debuted on hbo max um, they paid patty jenkins and gal gadot kill fees because that movie wasn't going to be play in theaters so they're they're they get paid their their compensation no matter what that includes their their above the line fee which is their salary which who knows what that is. And that also includes their participation, which they get no matter what, regardless of the movie is successful or not. So mm-hmm. that is potentially tens of millions of dollars. So that is in their contracts for one under women three. And that means that that movie will never come out. They're still getting paid. Doesn't matter because you, you've, you've tied them up in their scheduling and their contracts for years. Right. And you don't get to do that for free. So, you know, so, it, it actually
1: reminds me a lot about Batgirl because they how close were they to actually finishing the whole thing and then they just um, cancelled it never to
0: be re- released. So it was in post and um, the they were not super close. So the directors uh, Adil Al-Aribi and Bilal Fala, I think I'm pronouncing those correctly. They've stated in interviews that um, that they were that they had there was significant work to do in post. That included visual effects and things like that. Um, okay. So it wasn't like it wasn't like it was done done. But that means um, the photography
1: had, had finished.
0: Yes, it was in post, and then they were locked out of the movie, and it was it was put in the digital vault, so to speak. Um, They have also had meetings with James Gunn um, that they have not talked about. I don't think Batgirl has a future as a movie, um, unfortunately. Yeah, they they said uh, they were
1: never going to release that.
0: Yeah, uh, James Gunn may be inclined to to have these guys, and he may be inclined to have uh, Leslie Grace uh, as Barbara uh, Batgirl in the the new version because you, you don't have to strike her because... Her movie's never coming out, so you're not losing anything by doing a new Batgirl. When you do Batgirl, as you inevitably will, you know you can still use her. So he may James Gunn may be doing that. We don't know. That that we'll see. I, I think if he were smart, he would he'd be smart to do that. But it's you know we'll have to see. This is going to take years to unfold because the they have a they have a year next year is going to see the movies they've got in the can uh, which is the flash and uh aquaman and shazam uh we're gonna you know and then they got to start production on whatever is next and then um it's going to be 25 before we start seeing real this new iteration. You've got other things going on. You have the Robert Pattinson Batman movies, which apparently is different. It's in a different silo. You have this Joaquin Phoenix Joker nonsense, which apparently is in a different silo.
1: Yeah. And you mentioned something else that I wanted to ask about, which is yeah. why are you inferring that flashpoint is canceled or will be canceled? Cause I, I haven't heard anything about that. I've heard that that is still uh going forward
0: this i mean the 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 the, this movie's life has been in jeopardy for a long time for various reasons the biggest one is ezra miller's behavior there's been substantial reporting in all the trades deadline uh hollywood reporter etc about the nervousness of warner's when it comes to this movie it's a movie that they don't feel they can market because of ezra miller it's now a movie I don't think they can market because it's gonna it's it's gonna be a lame duck because it, it it's gonna be part of a universe which is gonna immediately end after it premieres. So what is if you're if you're a DC fan, if you're a hardcore DC fan, what is your investment in these movie right the The most dangerous thing commercially that James Gunn is doing right now is telling you that these next couple movies coming out don't matter. So why should you show up <laughs> right? and if you're dc you're not going to spend 100 million dollars advertising a movie that and, and leveraging a, a star who you don't know that you can rely on and may may be in court or worse so
1: but at the same time like they had they had quite a lot of bad girl and they just canceled that just very casually you know, And so one the, thing too, the, they never made any toys about, uh, from there, there, there was no designs or leaks of or prototypes of any of toys from, uh, from a Batgirl movie.
0: Yeah. I don't, I don't know if they got very far at all on Batgirl toys. It'd be interesting to find out, um, if there were some, I'm sure there were going to be some, you know, there, there's no way there wouldn't have been. Um, um, But Flash, when you consider all the factors, and this is, again, this is just speculation, but I wouldn't be surprised if that movie never sees the light of day because of all the factors. Ezra Miller, it's a lame duck. What is its commercial prospects? And then the fact that um, Warner's Discovery is uh, writing off everything due to the the merger costs for tax write-off purposes. They just went through another round of uh, canceling shows and ripping stuff uh, shows and movies off of HBO Max. Um, The Flash is a movie that Warner's is heavily invested in. It's a movie that the previous Warner's administration was heavily invested in. And it might be a sacrificial lamb for a lot of different reasons. Um, We'll see. We'll see. They Warner's also needs cash, and if it's a good movie, if it's a popcorn movie, it maybe gets them some cash. I don't know. We'll see, right? You know. Mm. Um,
1: and then the other question I have is, well, what's going on with um, uh, Dwayne Johnson? <laughs> what's
0: going? What's going on what's right. Man, I, so I love The Rock. I love The Rock. Um, He, man... I feel like he's sort of... You got Henry, but I feel like he's... Dwayne Johnson is the biggest loser in all of this. So you have... Like, Dwayne Johnson's like the biggest hype man ever. And he's like, you know, Black Adam, and I'm going to reframe the DCEU, and I'm going to change the power dynamics. And then when Henry... So they had the cameo in Black Adam and uh Henry and Dwayne Johnson share a agent. And Dwayne Johnson gave all these interviews in which he talked about how DC Warner's did not want Henry Cavill to come back as Superman that they intended to move on. And Dwayne Johnson wouldn't take no for an answer and he was going to have Henry back and they were he was going to be Superman and there's going to be a Superman versus Black Adam movie. And all this stuff. And Dwayne Johnson got what he wanted, as he usually does, because he's Dwayne Johnson. And he hyped that up big. And then then the movie didn't really perform. It's made about $400 million worldwide, which, given its production costs, is, is not great. Well, then there was a lot of snotty reporting in the trades about the fact that the movie is going to lose hundreds of millions of dollars. And Dwayne Johnson then tweeted about how that was a lie and that he talked to his accountant and the movie was going to net 50 to $75 million. It's curious that he, who is he talking to and why, what does it matter? Because like I was talking about with Gal Gadot, guess who's going to get his money no matter what? Dwayne Johnson. But then the thing, so Warner started leaking these things in the press in the last few weeks about, this movie's a turkey, that Dwayne Johnson was basically used Henry Cavill as a power play to make himself a, a player in DC slash Warners, um, and that's only gotten worse in the last few days as the Henry Cavill fallout has happened, and it's clear that um, it, James Gunn has been silent on Black Adam, Dwayne Johnson as well, with the one exception, which is that someone on Twitter asked him about, um, you know, Henry came back in Black Adam. I thought we were going to, you know, I thought he was going to Superman, et cetera, et cetera, all the stuff we've been talking about. And then James Gunn said very succinctly and politically, all, everything about Black Adam happened before I got here. So I took that to mean that, I don't think Black Adam, Dwayne Johnson, has a future in James Gunn's DC universe either. And Warner's clearly has a distaste for him, for whatever reason, because um, they're 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 out to they're out to poison the well in the press.
1: It seems like Warner Brothers is making a lot of like petty reactions.
0: Well, uh, there's certainly to these people. There's certainly uh, one of the one of the concerns that people have is, do I want to work for Warner's, right? Like, did they know what? Yeah. Did they know if they're coming or going? Is this a place Is this a creative place? A creatively healthy place? Is this a viable place for me to work? Do I? Do they know what they're doing? You know, like that kind of a thing. And then when you when you cut loose talent like Henry Cavill, like Gal Gadot, like Patty Jenkins, like potentially uh the rock what are you doing because this is this is still an industry in which it's it's still all-out warfare all the time and marvel is paying a steep price for losing for firing james gunn off of guardians 3 they've lost someone that they who produced good profitable movies for them who was going to be part of their future going forward and was probably in line to direct these next two Avengers movies before he got fired? They've lost him to their rival. He's almost certainly, no matter what happens, he's almost certainly, at the very least, going to present a slate which is has a chance finally delivering on the promise that DC has and is going to be competitive at least we'll see what actually happens, right? That's a huge loss for Marvel. James Gunn is poaching all is purging, sorry, all this talent from DC right now that Marvel has got to scoop up. You can't let you can't let those people walk cuz you have characters for days, you have movies for days, you have television shows for days. Sign Henry Cavill, sign Gal Gadot, sign The Rock, sign Leslie Grace if they haven't already. I know these directors, the guys uh, who did Batgirl, will absolutely be back in the fold at Marvel. They have a history with them. So all right, there's you all you know, uh, Ms. Marvel, Ms. Marvel. So we will you know, they'll do more work and and you know, it's just it's fun. it's fascinating as a sort of you know you're sort of like you know look outside the window looking in, but it's it's just. Uh, all this sort of like you know it's it's political it's creative it's corporate and then as a comic book nerd you're just like i i i've been a big believer for years that they've needed to do something they had to do something I, the snyder verse was misguided creatively I, he made a series of, of choices that were just fundamentally flawed his instincts on Zack snyder's instincts on casting are very strong and he, he cast some really great people. I think Gal Gadot is the best example of this. I, I think, you know, I think she, she's she's legendary, she's an icon. Um and and she ultimately, I think, was the best example from the DCEU in this era. You know, she I think Wonder Woman One is arguably the best movie from the sequence. Uh I, I think to cut her loose and to cut Patty Jenkins loose is just curious i suppose if you're james gunn's calculation may be that you can't half-ass it that you just you've got to pull the band-aid off and you've got to start over i i understand that from a conceptual standpoint but man um
1: yeah i don't know to me it fits it fits a pattern uh that's been going at at dc warner brothers for a couple years now yeah I'm just seeing a pattern here.
0: Well, I mean, it's more chaos. Um, it's just never-ending chaos, and this is true in the comics too. Real quick, I, DC, the comic books—they're always rebooting. They're always there's always like right now is the dawn, now it's the dawn of the DCU. It's there's always a crisis. It's 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 just never-ending, and and fans are always you're always wondering, you know, what's you know what's going on. But I, you know, th- there's the characters are great. These are all time iconic characters Wonder Woman, Batman, Superman, Harley. Um, you sh- It shouldn't be hard. It shouldn't be Anything hard. Yet. It I, I, You know, Warner's is a mess. They produced great movies the Christopher Nolan trilogy, uh, Batman, the animated series. I think Margot Robbie's Harley is, is outstanding. I think the movies she's been in have been not great. I'd love to see her keep getting more opportunities. I know she wants to. Um, she did an interview with my friend Jamie, um, recently where she was doing promotion for, I think it's Babylon where Jamie asked her about, um, her and Harley and, and poison Ivy together in live action. And Margot Robbie really wants to make that happen. Will she get a chance now? I know James Gunn loves her. Um, Margot. Um, we'll see. Um, You know, is it possible that Gal Gadot continues and Margot Robbie continues and they're just sort of like Deadpool, like they're just sort of there? Um, Maybe that's a James Gunn kind of thing to have happen, right? So maybe we'll see. Um, I hope so. Uh, But you would think that would be true with Henry, but it doesn't seem that that's the case. So all the signs seem to point to them just sort of uh, starting over from scratch. And, um, you know, I, I th- as a comic book fan, I'm excited by the possibilities. I have a lot of questions. I have a lot of questions about how this is going to play out. Um, I have a lot of questions about Warner. I, I, I just expect Warners to, to be bought by someone else or to sell to someone else. And we're going to be going through this again in a couple of years because that's kind of their mm-hmm. deal. So, yeah. um, <laughs> it's, 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 and I'm looking forward also to more snarkiness in the press, from The Rock, so he's sort of, he's sort of uh, been a little bit quiet this week as all the Henry is is happened, and next week I feel like we're gonna get some response, and you know so some people are gonna smell what The Rock is cooking, so we're gonna see what's up
1: i don't know uh it's dc doesn't have the kind of joy that marvel has in making the movie it doesn't like when you watch a marvel movie or a marvel property it feels like the people who are making it are having fun are enjoying making it does not feel that way watching a dc property it feels like everyone's just logging through
0: yeah, I won't. I won't go through all the Zack Snyder of it. I check out our episode. We have a few episodes where we talk about. Um, Zack Snyder the and the Batman. And
1: the... Matt Reeves is the Batman. Did did people sure. seem like they were having fun making it? No, it seems like it was just a slog. I
0: I I enjoyed that movie. Um, I do think it is more so than the Nolan films. It's it's they keep taking Batman into this. Um, Nightmare, health, uh, sort, of, yeah, this grim, dark thing, which just gets progressively more so, and it's 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 sort of joyless, and you know it's it, there's, it's interesting, uh, you know, I think Matt Reeves' take is interesting, um, but I think there's room for for uh, different takes and more joyful takes and optimistic takes. Um, especially with superman it it has to be with superman batman comes associated with him a certain uh, level of darkness and we want that superman is not that character whatsoever and the misguidedness of the last 10 years has been one of the reasons why none of this has worked and for the people who enjoyed these movies and like these movies you know they're they're disappointed right now. I can understand that. Um, I want to separate that out from the, the the minority that's been very antagonistic and who Zack Snyder publicly rebuked in the in the uh, promotion for the Snyder Cut. That I want to distinguish between those folks and the folks who just genuinely enjoy these movies. Um, so uh, that sucks for them they were successful in getting the Snyder cut out. They were very vocal about getting that and they got that. And that's cool. That, that shit never happens. Um, so good for them. They, you know, they got to kind of see that as as Snyder intended, but now they're that, that part of the story is over. They're turning the page. We're going to see something new. Um, I think they absolutely need to do something new. It's going to come with a little bit of pain. Um, that's, I suppose, inevitable and that, you know, that sucks, um, but we'll see. And I think that's the biggest thing. I think the next couple of years are going to be really interesting. I, you know, and I, I, I as a comic book nerd, I want it all to be good. I want it all to, you know, because I love these characters, so.
1: That's true. A lot of money is at stake here. And, you know, there's there's that old adage that nobody wants to make a bad movie. Um, yeah. Like everyone who who works on, creating anything wants it to be good um yeah but there is something weird happening at maybe not dc maybe warner brothers maybe not warner brothers maybe their parent company maybe uh what what is it time maybe not time maybe someone even higher up like there is something weird that's going on at that property or at that Corporate house.
0: They've just always, I, I think Warner's has always been challenged, and you've seen that, and in their inability. They've had these characters going back to the 1970s, all under one roof. They struggled to get, you know, Superman Christopher Reeve was 1978, Batman Michael Keaton was 1989. Those movies were successful. ultimately petered out you didn't have another superman movie till superman returns 2006 movie didn't do well you didn't have again till 2013 it's only after avengers the first avengers in 2012 that dc reacts and Mm -hmm. realizes that they need to they need to match this When they could have been in the pole position this entire time weren't They react, and they react in the worst way possible because they just turn to the person standing behind them. Who was that? That was Zack Snyder, who is a good filmmaker, has great casting instincts, absolutely the wrong person for the task at hand. Absolutely the wrong person for the task at hand. Um, That's my opinion. I know people disagree. That's cool. People love these movies. I think that's cool. Um, I, I, But I, one of the reasons where the DC Warners is in the position they are now is because Zack Snyder was the shepherd of the early DCEU. And his point of view on these characters in this world uh, foreclosed possibility. And that's not that's not how you go about it. these characters are about possibility. They're about optimism. There, even Batman for all of his darkness the reason Batman's an enduring character is because for all the the trauma and the grim dark and the bullshit guess what he does he, he puts the suit on he goes out there every single night so some of it worked some of it really worked Gal Gadot, Wonder Woman, Patty Jenkins I love Jason Momoa as Aquaman I like Henry a lot I think he's a very good Superman I think Ben Affleck was a very good Batman who also got sort of screwed out of a potentially great run, Ezra Miller, you're kind of there, um, and Margot Robbie, Harley Quinn, which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll see, we'll see. That'll do it for today, folks. Thanks again for joining us. Once again, I'm Darby Harn, and you can find more information about me and my books at my website, darbyharn.com. I'm also on Twitter at Darby Horn, Sugu, how can they find out more about us in the podcast?
1: You can follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can reach us at our email address, shelfwarmers at gmail.com. Send us feedback about the show, your thoughts, opinions, recommendations, and insights on our perspectives. We're always happy to hear from you, our audience, and we'd love to share your opinions on our next show. Again, that's shelfwarmers at gmail.com. And if email isn't your thing, we're also on Twitter. You can reach us at Shelf Warmers. Give us a holler. We have new episodes every Friday. As always, remember to stay safe, wash your hands, practice social distancing, and get vaccinated when you can. Stick around to listen to a free clip of more content from us. Subscribe today and you can hear the rest of the following and more. Bye-bye.